everybody. What's up, <laughs> uh, welcome to our East Region uh, NCAA March Madness Men's uh, Tournament Bracket video. Um, we're going to start here with the Purdue versus play-in random 16 seed. We're going to go with Purdue. Um, you could choose a 16 seed over Purdue. I don't think anyone would blame you, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't think either of these, I would doubt any of these teams have seen anything like Zach Eady. And obviously we've seen that he could just dominate. Um, Unless he tears his ACL. Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, think I don't think it's going to happen. We're going to have to have Purdue moving on in this one and get on to probably one of the better games in the tournament, Memphis versus Atlanta. Yes. This is going to be an interesting one. This might be the best matchup. Yeah, this is going to be a must-see. Of the, of the whole, the whole It'll probably air first well round. at work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it, this is the best matchup that no one's going to watch. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. So, Ryan, Will, what do you got for this game? Um, I mean, obviously Memphis just beat Houston in the conference tournament. Um, so they're playing really hot right now. Florida Atlantic, though, I think they've only lost, what, like three or four games all year. Um, yeah, and I think that they're still a little underrated, especially when you look at the stats. I mean, they don't play in a great conference, but they're still way better at assist to turnovers in Memphis, way better at rebounding. They're about even, I would say, in field goal percentage, and I would say probably the effective field goal percentage, all the true shooting percentage stuff is probably a little closer in their favor. Really good at shooting. The three. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one. I think Memphis is coming off that high of just beating a team that already beat them twice, their arch rival in the AAC. Yeah. So they're going to be on an emotional high, and I think they're going to take this game a little bit for granted. I like Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is playing really well, and 8-9. I mean, these are evenly matched teams. Ryan, I know you probably like Memphis, but... Yeah, I got outvoted. <laughs> all right, Duke Oral Roberts. Um, I think we all agree at Duke here. I yeah. thought you were going to be pretty big on oral. <laughs> Tennessee, Louisiana. A lot of people, because of Tennessee's best player being uh, out in Louisiana. Think much difficulty from that here, though. Yeah. I have to agree with Ryan. I mean, I think maybe getting past the next round, they see a little bit of resistance or probably don't make it out, but. Against Louisiana. A lot of people are picking Louisiana, but I don't see anyone. All right. Well, it doesn't really matter what I have to say because I already picked Tennessee. So now you get it. <laughs> All right. Kentucky Providence. Well, I'll lead off with this one. I like Providence. Kentucky has not impressed me. They've lost twice to Vanderbilt, a team that they've seen in their own conference multiple times. And they looked, it was like this, it was like the exact same game both times. The old saying goes, if you try to do the same thing over expecting different results, it's just insanity. Well, I don't think Kentucky got the memo because they tried to do the exact same game plan both times. And Jerry Stackhouse, the coach of Vanderbilt, was like, all right, you're going to play the exact same way. We're just going to do what we did last time, and we beat you by the, almost the exact same margin. I like Providence here. What about you guys? I'd give it to Providence here. I guess I was pretty hot on Kentucky, but 
as they start to move out of conference. I'm not so sure I can really back them here. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Providence is called. My vote is irrelevant at this moment in time. Um, this wouldn't even work if there were more than three of us. Exactly. So it's perfect. Perfect. It's three. Kansas State, Montana State. Uh, we're we've been we all been high on Kansas State all year. Yeah. Um, they lost. But TCU's been playing. I said last time that yeah they did. But TCU and Kansas State were my underdog. In the Big Twelve, so I thought they were they've been both been playing well. Yeah. I think against Montana State, I'm taking Kansas. I mean, it's a team who plays really good offense, but I mean, like against a team like Kansas State, that might just get out physical. Kansas State also has better athletes. Yeah, exactly. like a lot of those guys are strong. Yeah, like they play pretty so physical. Might be a step up, but that's what happened to UMBC. UMBC beat Virginia, and they came off that high, and then they went to Kansas State, and they got out physical pretty badly on a, a lower seed going up against a Big Twelve school that has prestige statistically. Montana State seems like they'd be able to hang around with them, but they play in a worse conference. I just think Kansas State's got this. All right, Michigan State, USC. USC, the only game I've seen them play is when they beat uh, Utah. Yeah, overall, though, I don't think USC is too impressive. They're pretty middle of the road. Whereas Miss- Michigan State, I don't think you can ever really count them out in March Madness just because time is those teams. They kind of have a tendency to uh, play well. They have the it factor. They have... Uh, Tom Izzo, who's a legendary college basketball coach, he always prepares them very well. They have great mental toughness. USC has been very inconsistent this year, and I just don't think they're going to be able to hang with Michigan State. Michigan State, when they can turn on the gas and score a lot of points, and they also re- they can make a lot of runs. So I think Will and I both agree Michigan State. What do you think, Ryan? I know I like your Michigan vote State doesn't here matter doesn't here. Matter. <laughs> <laughs> and Marquette. For me personally, they're my favorite to come out of the East. But that being said, you guys might think differently, but at least for this round, Marquette against Michigan State. I do. I like like Marquette just a little bit more. So we're just going to go up here. We're going out of order here. Providence, Kansas State. I was going to say, but they're playing a better conference. What's the palm ranking, Ryan? Free throws are pretty evenly matched. Rebounding, Providence has out-rebounding them big time. Same with blocks. I mean, Providence is... I mean, they look like they just have a lot of issues on defense compared to Kansas State. Who's yeah, they're they're in the two hundreds offense to defense. The only thing that they're good in defense is blocks. Providence, their strength of schedule out of conference is three fifty four. Oh, um, Kansas State is two fifty two. Yeah. Overall strength of schedule, Kansas State's fifteen, while Providence is seventy two. So I feel like Kansas State has just seen a lot harder teams this year. I think they might be able to get past this one. All right. Duke, Tennessee. I like Duke. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be – Duke's going to be a tough out after starting the year. I guess not. Slow. They're on, a, they're on a hot streak right yeah, now. They're on a hot streak. They just won the ACC. They did. And back to what we said earlier about Tennessee, Louisiana, injury concern with their best player not being there. If they would have had this availability, this would have been more evenly matched. But I think Duke's going to – the way they've been playing – Give themselves a lot of chances with the rebounds. All right, an interesting matchup: Florida Atlantic against Purdue. Are we going to be bold here and pick? I think FAU? Purdue makes it one more round. I'd give Purdue one more round. Honestly, I don't know if Florida Atlantic has the height advantage to be able to deal with Edie. I don't think anybody has a height advantage to deal with I Edie. Think Duke, I think Duke could shut them up. That's true, but we'll get there. Yeah, I still think Purdue. Purdue, that's better conference. They also, uh, what's his name? Zach Painter. The coach, head coach, I think that's his name. He's also a really good coach. He's been at Purdue for a while. 
an EDBA player of the year just can take over the game. So Purdue. Be easy when you're building. Yep. He's the size of a skyscraper. And he, Purdue, <laughs> Purdue against Duke. I actually agree with Ryan. I think Duke, because it's not just one person that they have to rely on. They have three or four really big people, and they can generate a lot of rebounds. So we look at here, Purdue against Duke overall with rebounds. Duke's just been playing really well too lately to kind of finish up the conference tournament going into March Madness. I Re think they're going to have Rebounding margin, Purdue's first, Duke's fifth. Offensive rebounds, Duke's 17th, Purdue's 28th. And they can hang yeah. with them with rebounding. I definitely think they can beat them. Over on the Blocks per game, 31st versus 85th. Steals per game, 268 versus 333rd. Field goal percentage and field goal attempts, they're about even. Free throw percentage, Duke has the upper hand. Defensive field goal percentage, Duke has the upper hand. Defensive points per game, almost identical. Um, Purdue is a little bit better at not turning the ball over, but I like Duke here. I like Duke. Yeah, I mean, Duke's more physical. I think Purdue at the end of the day has a lot of trouble with those teams. Yeah. All right. Marquette, Kansas State. I. Marky Mark. I like Marquette. Yeah. All right. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is an interesting one. <clears throat> Duke against Marquette. Now, I personally like. Marquette to win region, but let's look at the uh, look at the stats here. I mean, Marquette really better on offense. I'd say Duke definitely performs better on defense. All around, though, Duke might be the more well-balanced team here between offense and defense, but it's a little hard to tell because it's such a close matchup. Field percentage and offensive points per game, Marquette's top 15. However, Duke is the advantage on rebounding. Marquette is six overall in steals. Better at three-point field goal percentage. Duke is better at the free-throw line. But Marquette has Tyler Kolick, who's been incredible. He was Big East Player of the Year. He can shoot from anywhere on the court, but he's also a facilitator. He has this, like, Pistol Pete Maravich quality about him where he can make these off-schedule passes and fit it in tight windows and just delegate the ball. And he's, like, the, the leader, um, and he just facilitates so well. So I think working through him, Duke plays so collectively – and they can rebound and generate all these opportunities, which is why they're advancing as far as we have them advancing. But to have someone down the down the stretch who's clutch, I think I think Marquette has the edge. I think honestly, just their ability to generate turnovers, um, they can kind of put a bit of a sticky situation where you get down by a lot of possession. You don't have enough offense to, to pick it back up. I guess one one more thing I could add on Duke is I'm assuming in this matchup, Duke's going to end up being the underdog. I know. Um, in the past, there's been a lot of stats that show that, I mean, Duke performs really well as the underdog at March Madness time. I think they're overall the top school that has gotten the most upsets in March Madness. But you are missing one important stat. Which one? Duck food. Duck food. Yeah, exactly. I oh, I get it. 